It is indeed. Jet Set Breakfast for myself, Bridget Masinga, right here on SAFM. Our next guest, uh, Brian Mshanga, uh, is on the line and uh, he is a leadership and organizational development practitioner uh, provoking our thoughts with his opinion on the representation of black excellence. Good morning to you, Brian. How are you? Good morning, Bridget, and good morning to your listeners. Such an honor and a pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you so much for waking up. So, I mean, you, you know, my producers sent through um, our discussion for this morning, and uh, I, I read through it, and I thought, well, this should be interesting because, you know, I feel <laughs> like um, you poking the bear in as far as challenging how we conversate around certain things and, and our adaptation on uncertain terminology. And I think you fair in assessing that a lot of the times we as South Africans in particular, I don't know, I can only speak for black Twitter. We adapt terminology and, and particular cultures without a real grasp or understanding as to what they may mean or what the implication is from a South African context. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you see uh, on Twitter, you talk about social media, let's go there. So you see there was this whole black girl magic. It mm-hmm. became a big thing in America. And guess what? We took it to, to, to South Africa and in some parts of Africa, right? Mm. Beautiful. And I'm not, and I'm not questioning um, uh, whether they, they, these movements have value. They do have value, but they come out of a certain context. Mm-hmm. There is a culture to it, and there are also systems and structures that surround that. So mm. we need to be very cognizant. Whatever we are importing there comes with its own baggage. So it was the black girl magic, black girl magic. Then there was the black excellence. Beautiful, beautiful movements. Mm. But um, how, how do we give adaptation to that in the context of South Africa? How would that speak to my cousin who is Mkanzani? Mm. Mm. But, but then, Brian, people may argue that, wait, but isn't this a positive for your cousin in Mdansani to see, uh, you know, positive representation, to, to hear sort of uh, celebrations around blackness and, and the excellence thereof? Okay, so let's take a step back. The notion that, um, uh, so black excellence is about celebrating black exceptionalism right mm. that is what black excellence is about mm. but the context here is in a context where people are subjugated people um, do not have opportunity and access and all the other things that come with uh, with systems of oppression now my cousin who's in Mtizani or even my my, my uncle is in Mtizani yes there is no whiteness in Mtizani mm. mm. so so yes fine we're talking about black excellence but what is their frame of reference? What are we saying? I mean, because what they see, they see the local headmasters. That's excellence in itself. Why do we need to put color to it? Okay, okay. No, I mean, listen, I'm I'm with you in 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 your thought process somewhat, uh, <laughs> somewhat because I I do feel that we do need to interrogate, uh, you know, some of the things that we 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 do adapt and and sort of bring within our usage on a day to day basis. Um, and and so I'm wondering for myself then, you know, you said. In this adaptation, uh, you know, from a South African context, are there similarities? And then you'll have black people that go, but our stories are the same. Blackness stories are the same everywhere. And so, the, you know, whether I'm black growing up here or in the States or Paris, my story is 
pretty much kind of probably going to be similar to yours. My challenges, the things I've had to overcome, the burdens, um, the discrimination, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So then, why would it be so difficult for me to take a term, um, you know, that plugs into a global conversation and use it as a Black South African? I'll disagree to actually say that the experiences of black people in South Africa are the same experiences of black people in America. They mm-hmm. might be common themes. They mm-hmm. might be, they, they might be, you know, they might, to some extent, there might be things that people can relate. But my, 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 my experience as a black male in South Africa and the oppression that I've suffered and that I continue to suffer right now mm. is totally different from Jay-Z's experience in, in, in America or Kanye West. Totally different. Totally different, and and so when we talk about uh, so black excellence in its core, really, in its, uh, I mean, I understand the concept. It's celebrating black people who are educated, who are smart, who are mm. articulated, who basically. So this is where the problem is. It, you, you, and this is why I think we need to re, we need to come up with another with another term maybe for that mm. because then it's about ah, it's like oh, but he's different. Mm. Uh huh. <laughs> Do you see? So I actually see it as microaggression, actually. Uh-huh. When they say, uh, because then, then actually, oh, but he, which school did he go to, right? And I'm like, no, I went to Thinky Thinky High. Mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> so for you, it's almost like it's othering. It's, it's othering yes. within even ourselves. It's got an element of eliticism, classism. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I actually think this is actually part of the problem that we have in South Africa. Then Tina, who now went, who've been in these white spaces and in these schools and all sorts of things, we actually think we are the it, and we actually think we are different from uh, from our from those who do not have black excellence. So, which means my cousin Tabiseng, who's not considered to, to be part of the black excellence, I mean, I'm I'm different from him. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see how it separates. Okay, I mean. It, You've got a you've got an argument, and you know you do. And then someone will play devil's advocate and say, "But within ourselves, as a, you know, a marginalized community, um, in the sense of you know opportunities and and access and all the rest of it and development within ourselves, can we not celebrate ourselves? Can can we not? You know, we are not othering. We we are just saying that within ourselves, in our collective blackness." There is excellence. <laughs> so the problem with that the assumption is that uh, so it's like celebrating a fish swimming. We we <laughs> should be excellent. We should. We really should. Yes, yes everybody should. Uh, so so it's like celebrating. It's like throwing a big graduation party for for a matric child. I expect matric. You, I'm not going to be throwing a party for a matric. Yeah, but Pass. but you ex, you expect matric, but when the matric comes with distinctions and house colors and academic colors and sporting colors, that is a different caliber of matric. That is you no. going over and above the expectation of just passing your matric. Yeah, but there's a context to that. So in the context of South Africa, we are saying, again, we are, we are still acknowledging systems of oppression. So we actually, what are we saying of those people who are not, do you realize that those who might identify with black, black excellence, they've had to jump hurdles and hopes, mm. right? And some of them still continue to be questioned, to actually ask, mm, is this real black excellence or is it just new money? People, they're just showing off. <laughs> okay, so then what do you propose, Brian? What what do you propose as a way of the collective uh, community to then, 
you know, to to celebrate these accolades and to to put out in prominence our our, our exceptional ways and or should we just be like, I mean, what do we do? <laughs> what do we say? There is context to that. So if you are in a in a context where and again where there is whiteness, obviously, mm. then then one I, I'm 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 less. I'll suspend my judgment. Mother, if you're going to be talking about black excellence with us who, who could not cross that barrier, who could not cross that line, it becomes arrogance and pride. Really? So, yes, yes. You can't be flashing things in front, in as much as you worked very hard for them. But then but then, doesn't that say that on, on the other side of that stick, doesn't it then say that, you know, I must be humble and, 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 and show humility about my achievements and my successes when really you've just said to me, I've had to cross hurdles and moats and crocodiles to get there. So, you know, why must I, I then hold back from sort of, you know, jubilation and celebration and honoring my own journey and my own successes. I'm not throwing we it in the face of your struggle. I'm just saying that I got in a boat and I rode my way out of that river. Bridget, let's be real. You know exactly how it plays out. This is discourse that you and I are having on radio. You know how exactly it plays out in our social circles, in the workplace. You know how it plays even in our families, the rich aunties. That's like excellence at its play. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't know. I don't know, Brian. I don't know. Like, you know, I, 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 somewhat, we, I, I somewhat get what you, what you are advocating for. But I also feel like the, the, the danger for me therein also is that then it opens up the gateway to a negative narrative and representation of what black excellence is. Because, you know, for instance, a rich auntie, um, as we use it on social media, I think is a depiction of something completely different from excellence and, and excelling and being exceptional and rising above the cream of the crop for me um, you know, you shouldn't shy away from 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 honoring your journey. You shouldn't shy away from honoring your hard work. I don't know. I could be right. I could be wrong. I have no idea. This is why we're having this conversation. Um, but I just so, feel that you shouldn't shy away from it. So, Bridget, my, 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 my argument rests on the premises that we're talking about black exceptionalism. That in itself is already a problem. Hi, hi. Because we're saying, yeah, because, because we're already saying they're the exceptions. Do you understand? No, I don't think we're like, saying they 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 are the exception. Guys, help me out here on WhatsApp. <laughs> Weigh in on this conversation. I don't think we say that they are the exception. Hey, because when you because black excellence is saying we're celebrating the, uh, the we're celebrating uh, people who have achieved success and things like that. For you to be able to say that, we're actually saying that it's an exception. That's why we are black. Excellent, excellent. excellent. We, we don't, we don't talk about white excellence, do we? Well, we don't care. <laughs> why, not? why not? We don't because. Why don't we talk? Because I feel like about... in this moment, it's it's about our collective journey. In this moment, it's about you know our stories and giving ourselves the spotlight and the platform. You know what I mean? Like they can go do what they want to as a community for themselves and come up with their own fabulous hashtags and and have that conversation amongst themselves yeah so the problem with that yes oh michael your phone's cutting are you moving around stand still for 30 seconds
I'm here. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm saying there's a problem with that with those kind of narratives. Yeah. Because they're underpinned by huge, huge um, exceptions and mm. prejudices. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So this is exactly what you're saying. It's, a, it's similar to somebody who says, Bridget, you speak so well. Yes, you do speak so well, Bridget. But what, what, what are the undertones and insinuations? Yes, yes. There we go. You, you're principal then when you talk about this. So I understand what you're saying. So it's like, so it's like you and I can use it in our community, within the black community. Right. Yeah. But if somebody out of our community uses that, I would find offense to that. Okay. Well, listen, Brian, you've given us a lot to discuss this morning, and I think we're going to get a lot of uh, feedback by way of our WhatsApp line. But we've run out of time. We have to take the 8 o'clock news with Anne Musa. Thank you so much uh, for having the conversation with me. felt like we were busy uh, going back and forth in my kitchen, which uh, is a beautiful change of pace. Anne Musa is coming through with your 8 o'clock bulletin.